Welcome to the Choose Better Podcast. I'm Erica Day, and this is where I tell Black women the truth so that we can all choose better in every area of our lives. Welcome back. We are on part six of the Proverbs 31 study. So let's just get right into it. I'll be reading Proverbs 31 verses 10 through 31 from the Christian Standard Version of the Bible. And it reads, Who can find a wife of noble character? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will not lack anything good. She rewards him with good, not evil, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the merchant ships, bringing her food from far away. She rises while it is still night and provides food for her household and portions for her female servants. She evaluates a field and buys it. She plants a vineyard with her earnings. She draws on her strength and reveals that her arms are strong. She sees that her profits are good and her lamp never goes out at night. She extends her hands to the spinning staff and her hands hold the spindle. Her hands reach out to the poor and she extends her hands to the needy. She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in her household are doubly clothed. She makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the city gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she can laugh at the time to come. Her mouth speaks wisdom, and loving instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also praises her. Many women have done noble deeds, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord will be praised. Give her the reward of her labor and let her works praise her at the city gates. So in this episode, we're going to be discussing verses 21 through 24. These verses speak to the industriousness of this woman, but also it speaks to how she not only takes care of her family and her household, but she takes care of herself. Verse 21 reads, She is not afraid for her household when it snows, for all in our household are doubly clothed. Now, in these times, in this region of the world, it didn't snow very often. But every once in a while, it did. And kind of like, think of if you don't live in a in a snowy climate. Think, say you live in Georgia. And the news comes on when it snows there. People are just outdone. They, it's like a half an inch of snow and everything's closed and nobody can do anything. But if, like me, you live in Pennsylvania, it can snow six inches and we're like, whatever. We're prepared for that because we're used to it. This woman was not used to snow, but she was prepared when it happened. So she's prepared enough that she has enough and more for her household. So she doesn't need to worry 
when unexpected circumstances come. She doesn't need to worry if it snows every three years because even if it does, she is already prepared to keep her household safe and warm. She makes sure that they are well taken care of. Some translations say the word scarlet instead of doubly clothed. In either case, it is indicating high quality clothing that is very warm. She's already prepared it. She doesn't have to worry about getting something together when the circumstances suddenly change. Verse 22, she makes her own bed coverings. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. So not only does she make sure her family is well taken care of, but she takes care of herself. Bed coverings in this verse refer to cushions and pillows, not just sheets, blankets, that kind of thing. She makes sure that her bed is comfortable. She dresses like a queen. Fine linen and the color purple are symbolic of high quality, wealth, and luxury. So again, she takes care of herself. So anytime you hear anybody using this passage to tell women that they are basically menial servants to their husbands and children, it's twisting scripture. And we ignore folk like that. The Bible is straight up telling you, ladies, taking care of yourself is normal and something that a noble woman does. Verse 23. Her husband is known at the city gates where he sits among the elders of the land. I read a post on Facebook recently where a woman was attacking this entire passage. She, of course, was interpreting it to mean exactly what it does not mean. That a woman should work hard, take care of everyone, and that the heavy load is hers to bear alone. And when she got to this verse, she interpreted it to mean that the husband was hanging out and being lazy with his friends playing video games or something. I think she went into reading it with what she had already seen and experienced and not what the scripture actually says. In that culture, men who sat in the city gates were the good men of the land. They were the rulers and decision makers. The husband of this woman was known among these men, most likely for his wisdom and character, but also for how his household was managed. That was important in that society. These were not the kind of men who celebrated each other when their houses were out of order or their families were a wreck. So this man enjoyed his position not only because of his character, but because of his wife's character and behavior. Her skill and diligence in managing the affairs of the home ensured that he was free to function in his place as a publicly respected elder. Verse 24. She makes and sells linen garments. She delivers belts to the merchants. This verse, once again, is speaking about this woman creating things and being a businesswoman, selling the things she has made in order to make a profit. So not only earlier in the passage did she buy a vineyard and make a profit from that, not only did she spin wool and flax to make clothing for her household, but she used her skills in making fabric and clothing to create wealth. Everything that she does is to benefit her family. The word belts is also translated as girdle, 
These were an important part of Middle Eastern wardrobes designed to cinch in the flowing robes worn by the people. They were made of linen, gold, and other precious materials. So they were often very expensive and had a high value. So she was not just making stuff. She was making valuable things and making a good profit selling them to take care of her household. So let's think about this when we think about our own lives. A lot of women exist just to see what they can buy, see what they can accumulate. Um, And that's the picture that we get in our culture. We talk about getting the bag and making the money, but it's also because we want to go out and buy the best designer clothes and the best houses and the best cars and blah, blah, blah. Our culture does not talk about making sure our households are well taken care of. That's not the popular view. It's all about self. And while I said the Bible is advocating for us to take care of ourselves, but it is really advocating for us to make sure our families are taken care of. A lot of us don't want to hear this, but that is the woman's job in the household. Not saying the man doesn't have any responsibility, so let's not go there. We're talking about us right now, ladies. When we have a husband and we have children, our job is to manage that household. So, you know, this is one of my pet peeves if you pay attention to the things I say on social media. When a man comes to you with the idea from the very start that you're supposed to pay 50-50 on the bills and take care of the household and take care of the children and have a job outside of the household, that is not the optimal situation for you. I'm not saying you don't have to work. I'm not saying you don't have to contribute. But a man who comes to you with just this idea of how much work you're going to put in, that's not the man for you. A man who loves you does not want to see you work your fingers to the bone and be exhausted. He does not want that for you. He wants you to be able to flourish in the gifts that God has given you so that his life flourishes, your children's lives flourish, and you have a happy, stable home. So the challenge for this week, ladies, is to look at ourselves. First of all, self-care check. What are you doing to take care of yourself? And I don't just mean going to the spa, getting your nails done, getting your hair done. What do you do to take care of yourself mentally? What do you do to take care of yourself spiritually? What do you do to take care of yourself physically? Those are the things we have to consider because those things are very important. The phrase is, you cannot pour from an empty cup. You're not going to be able to manage your household and take care of your family if you have not already taken care of yourself. So this week's challenge, get out your journals. Just think about the ways you take care of yourself. If you can't think of any ways that you already do, make a promise to yourself, write it down, post it on your mirror, on your walls. Think about the ways you can take care of yourself and what you're going to do to make those things happen. As always, you can share your thoughts with me on social media with the hashtag ChooseBetterChallenge. That's it for this week. 
I'll be back again next week, hopefully, to finish up this passage. Thanks for joining me, and see you next time. Remember that you can reach out to me via Facebook, search for the Choose Better Podcast page. On Instagram, Choose Better Podcast. And I'm also on TikTok under Choose Better Podcast. The email address is hello at choosebetterpodcast.com. You can also go to my website, www.choosebetterpodcast.com to leave a review, sign up for the Choose Better Squad email list, and even leave me a short voicemail. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. And remember, choose better, sis.